1: Visit cpfcoaching.com for more information. Discover the leader within. Contact CPF Coaching LLC today and schedule your strategic session.
0: Welcome to another episode of Breaking into Cybersecurity Leadership, where we develop the cybersecurity leaders of tomorrow. Today's guest, Megan Gorham, will be sharing her experience in cybersecurity sales leadership and how she got to where she is. Before we get there, the whole point of this show is to share with others so that we have a diverse perspective of individuals coming into this field. Without that, we won't be able to solve the complex cybersecurity problems of tomorrow. So please do share this with others that are interested in cybersecurity and sales today. And let's develop the leaders of tomorrow. Megan, would you be able to share some of your background and what you were doing before you got into cybersecurity?
1: Good morning, Chris. Absolutely. I had a pretty untraditional path to cybersecurity. I started working... Wall Street, straight out of worked, I worked in economics for a couple of years doing commercial real estate applications in the field and then got into technology in general, not really specifically cybersecurity, but working with hardware and software, understanding networks, the basics of it all. And uh, and then I got a, an opportunity with specific software that dealt with with security. So I started to learn more about cyber in that way. And then I ended up starting my managed security services practice and ran that for about seven years. And with that, really had to learn very quickly: service, products, all of the, all the things all together. I we offer virtual so opportunities to clients, and it was really a, it was a very steep learning curve, but it was a way that I really accelerated my knowledge. Was able to establish myself as you know a sales leader in the industry. So in brief, in that is my background, but it was, I was trained at both the undergraduate and graduate level in economics. Definitely not something that I started out pursuing.
0: So for those that are interested in sales, but might not so know cybersecurity or might be interested in getting into cybersecurity and might not have a sales background, how would they learn each of these skills and competencies based on your experience?
1: I think a big piece of it is to consider jobs that they may not be exactly what you're looking for. Then they get you closer. They get you closer to cyber or to technology in general. And then there's also doing your own own research, your own investigations, starting to familiarize yourself with the various areas of the field. And then I think networking is a really big part Succeeding in this industry, you know, just getting to know people that are currently in the industry and learning all the different paths, because there are so many paths that you could take. A stale is just one path that you could do product you could product engineering you could do you know you could be on the services side and be a vcs or a virtual so if that's what you're preparing for uh, there, there's a lot of ways to go and i would advise anybody that your first job may, you know may not be the perfect, ideal fit but if it gets you closer and if it's going to teach you something that you can build on if it's a building block then you should consider taking that and then and then having next steps after that that you can get ultimately to where you want to go.
0: I love the advice of looking at the industry as a broader perspective and then narrowing down, taking building steps to get there because I think often individuals try to jump too far and they burn out trying to catch up and drink from the fire hose all at once. Now, as you grow in your career, what are some of the things that a leader should know as you're growing into leadership
1: a a couple things i think that one first and foremost being in this industry you're telling people a lot of things that they don't want to hear so you know whether it's on from a sales perspective or a leadership perspective you're coming in a lot of times and saying we we need to engineer what you've done here or we need we need to get rid of some of the things that you've been doing and you're gonna have to change habits change hearts change minds and as we know that that's not an easy task so I think, B, you have, but you have to be prepared for that. It's not, you're not always going to be horrified, so to speak, but you might be thought of a little bit as an enemy because you are really trying to make some major changes and that may or may not be well-received by the organization that you're in initially. So you have to, I think you have to kind of have that thick skin that, and the passion and the belief that this is the right path for them and that. The risks of not doing anything or the consequences of not doing anything are too great to ignore. So that, that would be big pieces of advice.
0: Okay. And for you personally, why did you become a cybersecurity leader versus staying an individual contributor?
1: I think it was always a, a dream of mine to have my own company. I saw a niche that was, at the time... Fairly underserved, and I thought, if not now, when? And what what kind of what am I waiting for? Right there, there's an opportunity out there in the market. I see that's real, that I've validated. I had sold some other investments that I had, so I was like, I have some capital to to start start this. And it was always a dream of mine, and I liked it. It was it was extremely cha- the challenge of it all. An individual contributor, you're pretty focused on one thing when you do your own business. You have to wear a lot of hats. Yeah, You have to become you know, an expert in a lot of areas. And even though that's challenging, it's, it's, you know, there, there's really, uh, again, I think that the opportunities for learning are really unbounded because you're getting approached by a lot of, a lot of subject matter experts and people who you know are very prestigious in the field too. Work with you or have a partnership with you or consults or something like that. I, I like the, the unbounded opportunities that the owner, being uh, having my own business presented.
0: And what, are, what do you think the critical skills uh, for a cybersecurity leader should be?
1: I think, you know, first you need to have a technical knowledge to maybe not in the in-depth in level of near, but you do need to have a technical knowledge and, and definitely be very familiar with the tools out on the market and really what the results are. What can you expect? From these tools. And then I think a lot of the other pieces are compliance is a big piece. You have to know different compliance and regulations get sets, what it takes to get there and obviously which one one of those applies to your organization. And then also to to, to bring that as a goal and or an objective to your organization. And also bring that I'm gonna make some waves here, we're gonna change some habits. Have the the gravitas to to see that through to to the better end.
0: No. Let's talk about some specific skills, and I'll ask you for your comfort level on the scale of one to five, and why do you think you're so important? So the first skill is delegation. Why? Mm-hmm. What's your comfort level with delegation, and why is it such an important skill?
1: I'm, I'm very comfortable with delegation. It, it's important because you simply can't, there's not enough hours in the day to do everything yourself. And in any leadership position, you have to learn to trust your team trust their skills and abilities. If you don't, then you shouldn't hire them. And also, you're getting a lot of good diversity there because you may have somebody who's very good in a certain area or even potentially stronger in an area that you're stronger than you in an area. Giving tasks to them advantageous for everybody because that's going to get done in a very precise and detailed manner and That's going to elevate the team and elevate the function. Yes, I think that delegation is extremely important and yes, I'm very comfortable with it because I've seen the positive outcome when it's done right.
0: And in line with delegation, there's collaboration. How would you rate yourself on a scale of one to five? Why is it such an important skill?
1: I would say a five and I think collaboration, you bring, everyone brings their own mindset to the table, you know, based on their experiences. What, you know, what their particular path was, right? And when you collaborate with people, you're getting all those experiences together uh, instead of maybe just an engineering perspective or just a hacker perspective or former hacker perspective. So you're able to leverage all of that knowledge instead of just one or two, or you're not collaborating. So it's really, again, it goes back to the power of the team and what people with those different skill sets can all bring. To the table is, I think, at the end of the day, a lot more powerful than any one person can bring
0: to the discussion. And for communication, how would you rate yourself on a scale of one to five? And why is it such an important skill?
1: I would rate myself, uh, I guess, four or five on, on communication. It's an important skill because you, especially in cyber, because you need to all know what each other is doing and you know not only to make deliverables but also to make sure that you're you're all working towards the same goals right and communication is a key part of that if you're not communicating you don't know that and, you know that that's where things can really break so i think it's very important to to have those open lines of communication no matter what between leadership and team and really make sure that those go both ways that it's just not either a top-down only. There's also the 360-degree feedback and communication that's always going on. Well, I would say daily is ideal to, to make sure that everybody is on, on the same sheet of music and what, what our tasks and what our priorities are, because those are obviously constantly changing. It's a, it's a very fast, evolving industry. You could come in and think your day's going to go one way, and then something happens unexpectedly. know you need to completely pivot The only way to do that successfully is to be able to communicate
0: effectively with everyone around you. How important would you consider the skill of influence and why?
1: I think influence is very important. I think it goes back to what I said earlier about the job of leadership in cyber is really a lot of, you know, that your your charge is to change habits and mindsets and. Those are very difficult things to do. So I, I think that you to position yourself as an influencer and learn to influence and persuade is a key part because that you're going to spend a lot of your time initially doing. Uh, because as humans, we don't really like change; we like things to be the way they were. And you're taking on a task that's that that's difficult. So I think that that ability to be an influencer is critical to, to your success because that's really. I would say one of the top five most important things in your job is to be able to influence the people's mindsets and, their, and change their habits.
0: How important I mean. would you consider networking as a skill and why?
1: I think networking is a, a really, a very necessary skill. And I mean, I think it comes from being, it, it's helpful if you do have a passion, like something, an aspect of the field that you are very passionate about. Whether it's privacy, whether it's protecting data, You just don't, you know, you you just feel very personally related when these breaches and things happen. And I think that if you bring that to networking and find other like-minded people and group, and there's so many out there saying very specific, specific niches in cyber, you can grow that and then eventually, I think, leverage that down the road, not only for your own edification and learning, but also as valuable contacts for when you're going out there to look for a position or a consulting opportunity or something like that. Because this field is very, I would say, networking, a friend of a friend oriented. And it really is about building that community of, of not only like champions, but also People that you can learn from and people that you can help them, they can help you. And I think that that's the, one of the key values of network
0: in this industry. What final advice would you give to future cybersecurity leaders?
1: I, I would give the advice of be, to be flexible, to be the, I guess, tough, but, but, fair, but fair. And have, when I say tough, having that, don't take everything personally. <laughs> That people may say because what you're representing sometimes isn't something it may not be something particularly welcome. Again, depending on the organization that you're at, if, how mature they are, and have they been breached? Have they not been breached? Those, those those events change change an organization significantly, and therefore the reception of you coming in as as a leader. So I think it's important to be prepared for what kind of organization you're getting involved with and then what their the reception will be for you initially and but that's likely going to change because there's likely going to unfortunately be something that may that's going to happen that will change their mind about you and what you represent but it may not be something that's present out of the gate so i think just have a thick skin and be ready to call on all the skills that you have in your tool set collaboration communication technical skills networking, all those things that we discussed.
0: Wow. Megan, thank you so much for coming on to Breaking into Cybersecurity Leadership. We really appreciate your advice. Loved hearing about your background. And thank you for taking the time out of your day.
1: Thank you, Chris, for having me. It was a pleasure.